If you don't have that ability or that motivation, you're not going to do it. You're going to keep putting it off. You're going to keep telling yourself, oh, I don't have time. I have other things that need to be done today. But in reality, content creation is a super important task in your business. Welcome to Socialette. I'm your host, Steph Taylor. As a launch strategist and digital marketer, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way while building a seven-figure online business. If you're an overwhelmed business owner struggling to scale while also keeping your clients happy, this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable advice for creating an online business that feels good and brings you so much joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt that is designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Social Let. This is episode 550. I've talked a lot about consistency on this show before because personally, I believe that consistency, consistently sharing content on this podcast, before that it was on my blog, I believe that consistency has been one of the secret ingredients in how I've managed to grow my business in the last couple of years. But I know that if you're not somebody who finds creating content easy, you're not somebody who finds marketing comes naturally to you, staying consistent can be really, really hard. So today I'm going to share a couple of tips for how you can become a little bit more consistent in your content and in your marketing. Now, I could tell you batch your content ahead of time, schedule it all. And that's great. That's something that I have done and it works really well in my business. But even that requires motivation and it requires consistency. You have to be motivated to batch write all your blog posts, batch record your podcast episodes. You have to consistently do that because even once you've batched those podcast episodes, eventually they run out. And that motivation and consistency doesn't come naturally to many of us. It takes a big shift from doing what you already are doing and knowing what you need to do to doing what you know you need to do. And you might know what you need to do. You probably do know what you need to do. You know you need to be consistent with your content to grow your business. But actually doing it is a whole nother story. Our habits and our behaviors are so ingrained in us that if we're not used to creating content consistently or we're used to procrastinating it, it's really hard to change that. Behavior change isn't easy. There, This is like a whole field of science. Scientists study how to change behavior. And what I've found really interesting is that it's not so much about being a consistent person, being a disciplined person, all of these stories that we might have about ourselves. Uh, And it's more about creating the perfect conditions for that new behavior to occur. Uh, I used to always think, oh, I'm not motivated. Oh, I'm not consistent. I'm, I'm I'm a procrastinator. But actually, I wasn't creating the right conditions for the desired behavior to happen. A really great book about this is Atomic Habits. It's about setting personal habits, but it's also relevant to behavior change more generally, even if that's like behavior change as part of your business. He talks a lot about triggers, about the reward, about all of the conditions in creating a 
habit that you want to stick to. But for this episode, I'm going to look at a um, a different a different model, uh, BJ Fogg's model of behavior change. This is one that I actually first came across when I was studying my master's a little while ago. Uh, but basically, it's a formula on how to change behavior, your own behavior, but it's also handy for changing other people's behavior. Like if you are teaching a course or any kind of digital product, you are essentially changing their behavior. So it really helps to know the ingredients of behavior change. So this model of behavior change basically is a formula of B equals M-A-T. So behavior equals motivation, ability, and trigger. And I'm going to talk through the three parts in a bit more depth and how you can apply these to your own uh, consistency with creating content and with marketing your business. Let's start with ability because I think this one fits first. Even though motivation is technically the first one, I'm going to start with ability. So this is the first part of that model of behavior change. Before you are able to take an action, you need to be able to do the action. And you might be thinking, okay, Steph, like, of course I can write a blog post. Of course I'm able to record a podcast episode, but I still can't bring myself to do it. Ability isn't a yes or no thing, not in this model. It's not that you can or can't write. It's more a question of how able are you to write it right now and how can we increase that ability? For example, if I am trying to exercise more frequently, I can increase my ability by choosing to do a 30-minute walk instead of a run. I'm more able to walk. It doesn't require me getting all sweaty and out of breath. So it's easier for me to commit to doing a walk than it is for me to go for a run. I could also increase my ability by scheduling my walk first thing in the morning when I have that time rather than when my to-do list fills up later in the day. So you probably already know what you need to do. And if you don't know how to do it, you can probably find a gazillion online courses teaching you how to write or record a podcast or record a video. But even once you know how to do it, that doesn't mean that you are 100% able to do that thing. Because other things that can affect ability include time, so how much time you have to write a blog post or record a podcast. Uh, and and sometimes I think with creating content, we assume it's going to take more time than it needs to, or we end up taking a lot longer than it should because we are too busy making sure that it's perfect, editing it, worrying about what we're saying rather than just getting it out there. The other thing that can affect ability is money. If it's something that is, that's going to require investment to do, you're less likely to do it. How much mental effort it requires, how much physical effort it requires. You know, like I'm more likely to walk instead of run because running requires less physical effort. Uh, whether it goes against the social norm. So if you are doing a behavior, like I, obviously this doesn't really apply to business as much, but if you are doing something that, um, isn't really socially acceptable or isn't what everybody else is doing, that's going to affect your ability to do it. And then the last one is if it is part of your routine or not. So if something is part of your routine, you have an increased ability to do it. So if you can get in that routine of exercising daily, creating content daily, it's going to be a lot easier to get up, lace up your sneakers and go for a walk if you're used to just doing that every day. It's going to be a lot easier to sit down and start writing if you're just used to doing that. Every day when you sit down at your desk, you write for 30 minutes. That makes it a lot easier to stick to it. 
And there are also ways that you can increase your ability to do something once you know how to do it. For example, you could brainstorm topics ahead of time so that when you sit down to write, you know what you need to write. This decreases the mental effort required, it decreases the amount of time required, and it increases your ability to sit down and write a blog post. Or maybe you could hire somebody to edit your podcast episodes for you. This increases your ability because it's saving you time. And it's also saving you, I guess, a little bit of mental effort and physical effort. So that really, like looking at ways of how can we reduce the amount of time this needs or the amount of money this needs or the amount of mental effort, physical effort, or make this part of our routine, that is going to increase your ability to do it. And that leads me to the second part of the FOG model of behavior change, and that is motivation. Someone needs to be sufficiently motivated to take action. And the harder something is, or you know, the less ability that you have, the more motivation you are going to need. For example, I need to be more motivated to go for a run than I do for a walk because my ability to go for a run is lower than it is to go for a walk. It requires more physical effort. It's not part of my routine. It's That needs more motivation for me to then get up, put my shoes on, and go for a run. So in other words, you would need to be a lot more motivated to write a blog post if you hate writing then you would need to be to record a podcast episode if you enjoy talking. And this is why I'm really big on working with your strengths. So if you struggle to create video content, maybe TikTok and YouTube aren't for you because you'd need to be a lot more motivated to create a TikTok video or an Instagram reel than you would need to be to write a caption for a static image or write a blog post. So remember to work with your ability, work with your strengths. and. We can always require less motivation by increasing your ability, making that behavior easier for you. For example, delegating parts to your team. If you don't have to edit and publish your YouTube video, you won't need as much motivation to create it because in theory, you don't need as much time and you don't need the skills to edit it. The other part of motivation that I would encourage you to look at is what motivates you? What are you motivated by? Are you motivated by the dopamine hit when you see all of the likes on your post coming through? Are you motivated by the sense of fulfillment when somebody DMs you to say that your latest podcast episode was really helpful? Are you motivated by the sound of sales pinging in your Stripe account? Like, what is it that is sufficiently motivating for you that you could, that it it encourages you to create that content consistently? I think where we can lose that motivation to stay consistent is that we don't see the connection between what we're creating and what we're motivated by. For example, one of the things that motivates me to create consistent content on this show is getting signups for my course Launch Magic when we open doors twice a year. But when I'm recording podcast episodes months before doors open, I'm not seeing that connection between the content that I'm creating and the results that I'm getting for that content. There's a big gap because of that time gap. Maybe with you, you're motivated by the thought of your content impacting someone's life in a positive way. But when you're only just starting out and maybe your content isn't reaching as many people as you'd like, it can feel like you're not having any impact. So there's that disconnect between what motivates you and what you're actually seeing. You might feel motivated initially when you start creating that content and when you think the results will come quickly. But when it takes longer than you think it will, and it 
almost always does, it's normal to feel demotivated. So what structure can you put in place to stay consistent when your motivation dips? And external accountability can really help here. So that might look like being accountable to your team or being accountable to your friends or being accountable to your audience. Like I say, hey, I share new episodes on this show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If it's Tuesday night and I don't have an episode for Wednesday, well, I'd better record one. I don't really have much of a choice. Okay, the third ingredient in the model of behavior change is trigger. So the model shows us that you need to be prompted or triggered to do the action before you will do it. But you also need to be sufficiently motivated and able to do it, otherwise that trigger will fail. For example, if I am not motivated enough to go for a run, my alarm isn't going to trigger me to put my running shoes on. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> In other words, you need something to prompt you to sit down and record those podcast episodes or write that blog post or record that YouTube video. But if you're not motivated to do it or you have no idea what you're going to create it about, that prompt is going to fail. It might be that you have a task in your to-do list that prompts you, but if you're not sufficiently motivated and able to do that task, then you're probably not going to do it. You're going to keep putting it off. It might be that every Monday at 9am, you have time allocated to sitting down and recording your podcasts for the week. And maybe looking at your calendar prompts you to do this. It might be that every Wednesday at 12pm, you meet up with a couple of friends and have a weekly co-working session virtually or in person. Your trigger will be so much more effective if it increases your motivation when those motivations are low. So when those motivation levels are low. So that co-working session, that might increase your motivation. Or a team member telling you that they need your podcast recordings by Friday so that they can edit them, that increases your motivation because now you have a deadline. You have that sense of urgency to get it done. Your trigger would also be more effective if it increases your ability when your ability levels are low. So it simplifies or it helps you to do this behavior. For example, you could do this with a workout by putting your workout clothes next to your bed for when the alarm goes off at 5 a.m. Great. That's one less step. I don't have to go and dig through my wardrobe and find matching activewear. In content creation, this might look like asking a team member to send you your content ideas once a week. So that all you have to do is sit down and write. You now have the topic. You know what you're going to sit down and write. You just need to sit down and do it. And if both your ability and your motivation are high, then the prompt could just be something like a little calendar reminder or that task on your to-do list. But if you don't have that ability or that motivation, you're not going to do it. You're going to keep putting it off. You're going to keep telling yourself, oh, I don't have time. I have other things that need to be done today. But in reality, Content creation is a super important task in your business and being consistent with that content, being consistent with your marketing is the only way that you will build up that traction. So there you have it. Those are the three elements, that ability, that motivation, and that trigger. And all three of those need to exist for a behavior to occur. So have a real think about where in the past when you've tried to be consistent with content creation or with marketing, where is it that you've gone wrong? Is it that you weren't able to create that content? You didn't really want to do it. Maybe it was too much mental effort. Was it that you weren't motivated enough? You couldn't really connect what you were doing with the outcome that you wanted to see? Or was it that you just didn't have that trigger to remind you to be consistent 
or maybe it was an element of all three. And I'm really excited because in 2023, we're going to be opening up a membership that helps people like you to become consistent with your content and with your marketing by addressing all three of these elements of the behavior change. Uh, so I'm really excited. I can't tell you much more about that right now because it's still still hush-hush, but you'll hear about that in early 2023. That is it for today's episode. If you have any friends who are struggling to stay consistent with their content, struggling to market their businesses, hit share, let them know about this episode. And if you are not already following this podcast, hit the follow button on Spotify or plus on Apple Podcasts just to make sure that you get each new episode straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.